Welcome to season two of Thoughts of the Roundtable. My name is Paul Lauk, sitting at the bar with my dearest friend. <laughs> just dearest? Yeah, just get... dearest. What, what else do you want? I That's don't know. The best dearest kind of... is like, in the 1960s, like, this is my dearest. That's toots. You're That's thinking toots. toots. Oh, hey, you know my what? Toots. My toots friend over here. <laughs> <laughs> So yes. we're back. Uh, you you never didn't even said your name. Me. You, you said your name. I'm okay. waiting for you to. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. See, season two, same old shenanigans, honestly. But it's Matt Rebar over here. Rebar. Rebar. Not like the thing that supports concrete. <laughs> because I don't support anyone. Because I'm poor. <laughs> I don't support anything. <laughs> Could barely support my succulents. Let's be real. All right. So, basically. Okay, I was just making sure that I didn't lose the audio. Basically, how we're going to do season two, start it off at least, is entirely roast season one. Because now <laughs> the holidays have passed. Got better microphones, namely I got a better microphone. Oh, we got a better setup. My dog's not barking. And basically now after editing season one, we realize that season one wasn't... The quality was okay, but... No, I'm sorry, the content was okay. But there we the, go. The mic quality and things like that were not at all... And, you know, in honor, I don't know if you if you have anything to say. I wrote a list of things that sound better than parts of season one. I know and I'll use, the word, I'll use the word parts because there were some parts that did sound good. But uh, here's my list, Paul. So things that sound better than season one. Two sorority girls making small talk to a bartender. Okay. Have you ever heard I that? I want the Sambuca. So they're like... I don't know, like a lemon cello that I can have. So, wait, you have more details and experience with this than I do. Is this a thing? You know, like when it's like, well, like we're not from here. Like, you know, and you're yeah, just like, I get what you're saying. You're, you as the bartender, you're like, I just want to serve a drink. Can, <laughs> can I get tipped my dollar and just move on? I was uh, awake in the middle of the night and I was just trying to think of, you know, things that sounded better than our podcast last season. <laughs> And I just thought of Velcro. Oh. Because there's a lot of popping, you know? Anybody who makes it through... I was going to say, the content is okay. Let's Can we say that? No, I agree. The content I, was okay. We we brought we the still, content, but like the production But elements. now our knees hurt, our yeah. shins hurt from growth pains, but we're better. We're back. Season one was high school. Season two is college. Eventually, we'll get a job. <laughs> season probably, three, we're unemployed. Probably and not. That's why we're dying. doing a podcast. <laughs> We'll still be broke. Season yeah, three. that's okay. Um, here's another one I had. The beeping sound that large vans make when they back up was a, a sound that sounds oh, so just better. a beep, an alarm. It's like the eh, eh, and you're like, it's who rhythmic. is backing up a FedEx truck right now? And so that I was, sounded better. My thing that I think sounds better than our podcast last season, literally anything else. <laughs> Well, I got more specifics. I am ready. I came to play. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back. Better microphones, better setup, and better just life overall. And uh, so how's your, how's your time been? Since, oh, we're, not, we're done with the rose because I literally have 10 Do, more. All right. Let's keep going. I, I, if you I, have I 10 more. Play, um, a French ambulance. Oh, the, <laughs> the wee woo. <laughs> it's a very dainty alarm to him. Dainty alarm. It's like, we want to alarm you, but we don't want to alarm you with the alarm. Mm. I put stomach rumblings. Stomach rumblings. Mm -hmm. Hold on, I just got the greatest notification that says you need to start up your uh, restart your computer, but I'm not going to do that. No, so don't restart. We are two. We're four minutes deep. I don't have time to restart this. <laughs> um, I put the standard iPhone alarm, that really annoying one. Oh, the you want me to play it for you? No, please don't. Okay. I mean, because now I just changed two. Mine. I changed mine to birds. Oh. But then I just started hating birds. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, it's I don't like, want to hate animal life. Out. 
I put my music career on the list. Okay. Which is saying something. For some reason, I put a trash compactor. Not really sure what a noise Not going to lie. I worked at a grocery store for a number of years. And I liked, and I kind of felt good about compacting trash. <laughs> Especially like at the end of the day. You know, when everything was done. Of the day. Everything's cleaned up. You know, I didn't have to work at a grocery store anymore that day. <laughs> and uh, uh, the sound animals make when they slowly chew food. Yeah, the really aggressive. Yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> um, things that sound better in season one. The sound you make when you cool down hot soup. So blowing. <sighs> so just blowing. Well, there's like mouth that's, breathing. That's it's like... <sighs> So people from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Any, anyone in Pennsylvania. Oh, <laughs> you mouth um, breathers I put there. Michael Jackson's hee-hees on repeat Those for 30 awesome. minutes. Yeah, they sound better, but for 30 minutes, though. Oh, okay. A little aggressive. I found a video so. the other day that was every Michael Jackson grunt recorded. No way. It was like three hours long. Oh, my God. Um, And then I put down two notes, too. I said, dude, everything needed to be named after medieval things, because at the time I thought that was funny. We thought it was really funny when we did that. And looking back at it, it was like... Aggressive. Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't we do that? It's some aggressive comedy I think that's kind of why the U-G-H in our title is the way it is. Because after we finished the first season, we're just like, oh, what do we do? What the heck? Why are we doing this? I was thinking about that the other day. Why are we even doing this? I don't know. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, and then I wrote down to when Matt's trying to promote it, but Paul doesn't promote it at all. <laughs> I knew that's I was, when you know it's bad. I knew I was because <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a little project. I here. knew I was gonna get trouble for that because I don't really. The really the only thing I share is memes. Yeah, you know that. And so then I realized that I hadn't really literally shared the podcast thing at all. I say and I save was it like, for season Matt's two. Matt's gonna get so mad at me. I mean, I, I wasn't mad. I, it was one of those things where I was reluctant to share it, but I was like, if I don't share it, Paul will be upset that I don't share it. And then I realized Paul didn't share it, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll share it today. Is that <laughs> well? I would say maybe wait till season two. At this point. Season two is gonna be way better. I, I say you. let's. Here's here's what we're gonna do. We're going to trick people. We're going to put out this first season. We're not going to really promote it. And then people are going to listen to season two and be like, wow, this is amazing. I think the best thing and about... And then 10 bombs will be waiting for them at the end. <laughs> 10 years from now, we might have a decent episode. But, uh... <laughs> you know, I loved episode 340. I thought it was great. <laughs> well, no, the only thing we really worked hard on in the first season was our Bitmoji art. Dude, the art was amazing. Shout out to me. Um, <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> Shout out to me. Well, I, who made it, Paul? And uh, You literally went on my phone and made my Bitmoji. I literally too. had to make Paul's Bitmoji. Because Paul was like, I don't know what a Bitmoji is. I couldn't figure out. I had one. I couldn't figure out how to edit it. Don't make me sound like I'm 97 Your Bitmoji was like from 2009. <laughs> it it like, had an Indian's me. head on. I didn't want to lose me. that. Um... No, and the art looks amazing. I mean, that's something to be proud of. So there were there were some good things to season one. So I let's think not... so. Okay. Anything we joke, but we roast? had a good time. You know, that's the thing. We joke, but you know, we're all about a little self-deprecation. It keeps me humble personally. So. All right. Yeah. Okay, Paul. So now we move on to what another thing that we wanted to do is kind of be more refined in our in our episode. I feel like we're kind of all over the place. So let's stick to one thing. Yeah, so I think season two, our biggest goal... Ooh, my email notification. Sexy. Um, I think our biggest goal was how do we be like consistent to some degree so that people are like, okay, I tune into thoughts 
hashtag thoughts of the round table, but also known as thoughts or whatever. Um, I tune in and I know what to expect, but then we're like, we want to make, make it a surprise. We want to like leave you like, right. oh, like what's going to go on. So, all right. So now we're going to do, <coughs> oh, here we go. Oh, we got that bring, up, bring up the devil. One of my favorite segments that I think we did in the first season, which is not the news news. With Paul. With Paul. And basically, that's why I like it, because it's all me. Yeah. It's going to be, so Paul's weekly segment, as the kids <laughs> might say, will be Not the News News. Because Paul brings the best Not the News News ever. Mm, it is opinion. news, but not really. That's basically the point. And one of the, the, I think the best source to find stuff like this would be the famous Twitter. Well, it's, it's got 50,000 followers, so oh? I guess not super famous, but more famous than me. Florida Man. Oh. I love Because that every single weird crime happens in Florida. And all these articles start Florida man <laughs> doing this. And so I don't know if you have this on your house, your apartment, whatever, but you know that ring service where you can put a camera at your front doorbell, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so if anyone comes by the door, it triggers it. Yeah, okay. that's what we would call a very privileged white uh, property piece. Right. Like, well, you don't have that in your house unless you, you have to be privileged. Right. And so and you're probably living in a place where, frankly, you don't really need that, but, like, you have it anyway. But in a weird way, it has become, like, this thing where people, a lot of people just do it for their front door just to get the the videos that you put online. And 99.9 things. It's just some AT&T guy trying to sell yeah. you something who might be working in your neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> that, that small percentage of the weird things that happen is really what makes my day. And so this was last week. And this guy, he was caught in the middle of the night for three hours mm -hmm. going around to people's doorbells and licking their doorbells for hours on end. My biggest thing is why? What, what was the motive? I... I don't like, know that what you is want me so to say. psycho. But that's just so psycho. Look at this picture. That's the picture from the ring camera. Okay, that's a scary picture. It's just a nose. The guy had li was licking cam cameras for three hours. There's this another is what one. happens when people. There's another one. Oh my gosh! This is what happens when people don't have hobbies. They no, just lick doorknobs. This is what happens when we have bath salts. And... <laughs> this is why you don't do drugs, kids, because you'll lick, you're going to be licking doorknobs. No other reason than this. I keep right? saying doorknobs. He's not licking doorknobs. Well, whatever. basically, I mean, kind of. He's licking doors. I lick doors. Would you ever lick a doorknob for for anything? Well, what's a doorknob? I don't know. If it's like a prison doorknob or like some like grody doorknob. Then Did you maybe, ever hear about not. that? Uh, sorry to interrupt you. No, too. go for it. Shoot. But uh, there was that person who the rain camera caught that. It was huge on the internet for a while. It was like in the middle of the night. And this lady rang the doorbell for like a couple hours. Yeah. And she was like in her underwear and then just like <laughs> ran away. And they couldn't, they couldn't figure out who this woman was. And they found out she was being, like, held in a basement by her boyfriend. Oh, my God. And she escaped and was, like, ringing people's doorbells to get help. And she was, and, like, never got anybody because it was the middle of the night. And it <sighs> took them, like, a week to find her, but they did. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my gosh. So every once in a while, that ring, I guess, does some good, right? You know, here and there. All right, moving on to another Florida story. You're really that surprised. Mm -hmm. So this guy got uh, arrested in Florida, mm -hmm. oddly enough. As we were just yeah, talking. Yeah, because it's Florida, you know. And not Georgia, not and, Alabama, Florida. And so what did he decide to do to the police car seat? But eat it. He ate <laughs> the police car seat. I was not prepared for this segment today. Weren't those things, aren't those things plastic? Why? I, ever, I'll be honest. How do you eat it? 
That's well, first, what I want to know. Well, first of all, that leads me to this. First of all, have you ever been arrested? Be honest with me. No, I've been ticketed, but like, I never mean, so has everyone me, and their mom. Me like, either. I've yeah. never been arrested. But I've watched a lot of cop shows on Netflix. Yeah. And so, what most millennial thing I've ever yeah, said. Well, yeah. But yeah. aren't those back seats plastic? Like, well, yeah, they're plastic designed, the they're like designed because if people like throw up or pee or yeah. whatever they want to do in the back seat, it's easy to clean. Right. So how this person is trying to eat it, like I'm imagining him with like a fork and knife. Or, he like, ate like two feet of a seat. How long was he left in this car? <laughs> well, that just sounds irresponsible on them for leaving him in there so long. He was also driving a BMW. This man is one of those high rollers that was kind of went off the rails. He's like, he's the kind of guy who's like, you know what? I just want to eat straight protein. I just want to eat the back <laughs> of this car. Can you imagine the dumps you have after that? After eating like a foot of a seat? How do you survive that? I feel like it's just pain going the all the way The body's an amazing thing, man. If we can digest foam, I mean, for real. Well, is it foam? I thought it was plastic. No, it was it was like a legitimate car seat. That's why I was so confused oh, wow. because well, then, I thought those things were hard plastic, but well, they're then not. That's honestly, you know what? He may have eaten it, but they gave him they gave him the the foam. So All right. moving Should, on, plastic. So apps are everywhere, obviously nowadays, and you know that's become the new thing. And this has even moved into the area of religion. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you've heard about this, but the Pope that we have now is very, he's a very modern man. I yeah. guess you no, could he say. is. He's a Jesuit. And yeah. as someone who went to Jesuit school for eight years, Jesuits are like the hippies of Catholicism. Well, now he has his own app. The Pope has his own app. <laughs> is it like the Pope app or is it Pope Francis it's, app? <laughs> it It's called Click to Pray. And it's really funny. Not hearing, a fan of that name. Well, it's it's really funny Sounds hearing him talk about me. it because he was doing giving a uh, mass, and in the mass he brought this up, and he speaks Latin, obviously, and several other languages. What is what he else? <laughs> like how, he's speaking Latin as if anyone in the room was like, oh yes. But he so he's speaking, you know. A different language all of a sudden he goes click to pray <laughs> like <laughs> snaps out of like just to see this app name and so <laughs> it's really odd because you would think what it is mm-hmm. how would you describe this app if you said there if someone told you there's an if app if someone said click to pray i feel like i would click on the app mm-hmm. and it would lead me it would instruct me to pray or like give me like a prayer okay because when I first saw this, I was like, oh, you can put things on the app and people will pray for you. Oh. That's what I thought. Okay, like, that's say, good, hey, that's a good idea. Like, hey, I have a sick relative. Can you pray for them? That was like, okay, that's You're good. like Tinder. It's yeah. like Tinder, but for people's yeah. intentions. You're like, I will pray for that. I will not pray it's for not that. It's not it at all. It's not <laughs> it at all. Swiping right on your prayers. <laughs> By the way, we're both wrong. Basically, what the Pope does is he adds things to this app and you just pray with him. That's it. So he'll add just things going on during the day and you just pray with like him. he has his personal social media it's basically you praying for him i'm so lost because all, all of our ideas just now sound better than this i know that's what i was thinking Even when the i first tinder saw, profiling when i first saw i was like oh ideas. you can submit things for people to pray with you and that's cool i get it yeah. i understand no that's not what this was at all well, I'm anyway. going to have to say that's a fail then. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> I'm going to pray for this I also, app. That's what I'm going to do. I'll just say it again. I think the name click to pray is weird. It's just, why am I clicking? I don't want to be clicking anything to pray. I just want to pray. I just want to bow my head. <laughs> All right. Be, I want to be revered. <laughs> moving on. So this, is, I'm just going to give you the title here because it yeah, gets, it get kind of, it's one of those ones that kind of gets better as each word goes. Oh, I love those. So the first word is Vermont. And I was thinking about this the other day that I literally forgot the state Vermont existed. Its like, capital I is for- Burlington. 
It is located next to New Hampshire. It's a which is huge... whose capital is Montpelier? Oh, is Vermont Montpelier? Yes. What did I say? No, um, Rhode Island. No, is it New Hampshire? Is Montpelier? no Montpelier is is Vermont is is, is uh, Vermont because I remember Mont and then Montpelier, Vermont oh, wow. Montpelier. See, what's funny is I actually did pretty well in geography B, but then they ask a question and about Louisiana, and I think it was one of those obvious questions. It was like, where did Hurricane Katrina hit? And I put down <laughs> Baton Rouge or something. Technically true. I mean, like, they meant, I know the answer was supposed to be New Orleans, but I was like, let me show these fancy people, because everyone knows New Orleans, right? Right. Like, but Baton Rouge is such a it's dark such horse. It's such a bougie name for a city, too. <laughs> <laughs> probably even saying it wrong. It's probably like, um, uh, no, it's Baton Rogue. Also, I accidentally <laughs> said Verhampshire the other day. Verhampshire. And I combined them. But in my, in my defense, does anybody ever separate those? They're pretty much the same thing. Well, I think Vermont is more of, like, where the locals live. I think New Hampshire is like where the rich people have their and rich homes. Bernie Sanders is in Vermont. Is he Vermont? Yeah, yeah. And um, there we go. See, we named a lot about right. Vermont. Also, I saw this great thing online where people want to sell Montana to Canada to solve our de- the national debt. Problem. Really? Yeah, Montana? they want to sell Montana. I would, I would personally vote for North Dakota. No, that's got some cool national parks up there. Really? Yeah. Oh, I the Badlands are that. Yeah. Where- Okay, you know what? I agree, Montana. Bye. So moving on. Vermont couple. All right. Seems pretty normal. Okay, shoot. Vermont couple married. All right. Okay. Not too weird yet. Yeah, no, no. Vermont couple married at Walmart. Okay. So we've hit that point. We're not done yet, though. Vermont couple married at Walmart where they met. (laughs) You know what? Picking up people at Walmart. How boring is it in Vermont? Well, that's kind of sweet. You know, it's kind of like some people are like, well, I want to get married at this church because, you know, my great grandma got married at this church. Some people are like, oh, I want to get married at the beach because, you know, my spirit is water. But they were like, listen, we know who we are. We met at Walmart. We shop there every week. We want to get married. Here. I wonder if they gave him those smiley face stickers <laughs> they used to hand out. What's really weird. <laughs> the, the cake is the logo. <laughs> <laughs> What's really weird about this article, how they wrote it, is that these people are getting married at Walmart. So that's a pretty unusual thing. Are there obviously. photos, though? Because I, I assume that there's like some people who are like watching on like, what is happening? I legitimately have their wedding video here. Oh, my gosh. Well, that might have to be after we after we podcast. Right. But. I just feel like there'd be people, like if I was walking in Walmart, which, hey, I never shop at Walmart, but even Target or like TJ Maxx or like any store, Old Navy, mm-hmm. if I was walking and people were getting married in the establishment, I think I might say something to the staff. Like I might make one of those comments like, oh, uh, it must be fun to work here today. <laughs> but the thing about the article that I thought was interesting is how they wrote it mm-hmm. and the fact that they didn't really mention the fact that they were getting married at Walmart at all. It was obviously you know, the yeah. backbone of the article. Yeah. But what they talked about more than anything else in this article is how she wore a black wedding dress. Oh, see, you know what? Black wedding dress. I mean, are you supposed to do that if you're not a virgin? I, well, no, I think it's just a Gothic thing. But when you say black wedding dress, I'm already thinking of like alternative weddings. They looked pretty and normal. Walmart looks very alternative. They looked pretty normal. Okay. Moving on. So, do you follow the Indians at all? Are you a big Indians fan? By the way, we're in uh, Cleveland. Actually, I just read, and this is going to date this a little bit, uh, Trevor Bauer had a Sports Illustrated mm-hmm. article written about him, and I was actually really enthralled with it, which is saying something because I don't usually read right. about sports. But anyway. Anyways, we're in Cleveland. That's yeah. where are pulling back the curtain a little bit. For our five listeners mm-hmm. who are also from Cleveland, we too are from Cleveland. So, Jose Canseco. Remember okay. him? Yes, a little bit. He was our uh, outfielder. For a little while. Wouldn't have been able to name the position, but... 
And so he's famous for a a fly ball coming out to him as he was in center field, <laughs> which then proceeded to bounce off his forehead over oh, wow. the fence, which counted as a home run. So he literally bounced a home run off his face and did the bleachers. And so that's yeah. what he's kind of has lore for. But for $5,000, you can mm. join a Bigfoot hunt with Jose Canseco by your side. Okay, where's the hunt going to be, Montana? Because we're selling that to Canada, right? It do, to, Believe it or not, it doesn't actually say. Wow. In this article. It is you know why? Post. I don't think they put any preparation. They're like, listen, Jose, if we can get people to pay money, would you want to take people on the Bigfoot? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And they were like, well, we're just going to put it out there. And then if people do respond, we will set it up. I think. Right? Like, that's how it feels like to me. There's nothing planned. It's just this idea. And if people buy into it, they're going to be like, okay, well. We'll see you in Idaho. You know someone's going to do this, though. Honest, honestly, I would do it. I would. I wouldn't know if I wouldn't pay five thousand dollars for it, but I would do it. <laughs> I mean, I would do it too if it was free. <laughs> All right, I got, <laughs> I got one last one. Well, never Shoot mind. It. Fox News oh. just crashed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, here we go. Okay. Shoot. Well, I just I, I got the the title from the link. So. Oh, perfect. Unfortunately, Fox News just literally crashed. So I wonder what that's about. I don't know. Maybe we'll be seeing some. It's above our pay grade. <laughs> but a a woman stabbed a family member in the face because they wouldn't take her to Outback Steakhouse. Can't Wait, get the rest of the So article. who denied this woman? Somebody in her family. I don't know. It's, she the, stabbed them in the face. Yeah. Because they would not take her to Outback Steakhouse. What do they want? They want to just stay home? Some good-ass butter biscuits. Because you know if you go, I think it's Outback. I, there's a steakhouse that literally, if you complain about anything, they give you a free meal. And I think it might be Outback. And I'm not saying it's from personal so. experience. And then the one with the ones like, with the Bloomin' Onions. Is that Outback? That is Texas Roadhouse. They're all the same. I mean, I like <laughs> they're all fried onions and steak. I mean, like you go to a steakhouse, you know what you're getting. Exactly. Okay, so that's not the news news for me. Well, this week. excellent job. For. Golf clap for Paul. Oh, God, I'm gassy. I'm going to love that consistency. I just I feel like my reactions need to be funnier next time, though. I feel like I wasn't Are you funny. editing this part? I was just going to be in. <laughs> no, 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 this is going to be in. I, I love being honest with people. And this is, this is a, a, <laughs> well, I guess a reflection. we'll leave that in, too. <laughs> Paul's like, um, is this part of the Just podcast? FYI, we barely edit this. <laughs> <laughs> we, we go through, like... I actually did listen to all of them in season one. I know Paul didn't, or share the link. Um. God, you're so sassy. Of course I listened to them. I edited them, ass. Uh, yes. Um, uh, so, Paul, you told me that you had a crazy story today that I want to hear. Oh, my so God. So, this is, um, I guess we'll call it Crazy Tales. This is just a random one-off. Yeah, it's not going to be a normal thing unless something crazy happens yeah. in my I life. I mean, we're crazy. But so. this happened this morning before we were getting ready for all this, and I was like, I got to tell Matt this. This has got to be a thing. And so I specifically told you not to go on my Facebook. You yeah. didn't do that, right? I literally logged into Facebook earlier, and you on the top, and I just did that thing where I was like, scroll, scroll, scroll. Okay. So I was at the uh, auto place today. It's just a, a uh, it's a mom-and-pop shop. Yeah. This guy's been working on my car forever. Love the guy. He's great. Does a great job. So I'm just hanging out there, and I'm getting my oil changed. And uh, there's this older gentleman sitting in the back. Uh, he seems pretty mad. And he's got his back to me. At the yeah. Time. And he seems pretty pissed because it sounds like from what he's saying to himself, like he's kind of grumbling to himself, yeah. that um, his car is ready, but his wife isn't there to pick him up yet. Oh. And so I'm like, eh, normal, normal gripe. You yeah. Know, whatever. He's kind of frustrated. Like a probably had, probably had to spend a lot of money on his car, yeah. you know, and she's oh, not gosh. here. Trust and me, so I, I didn't really think that much of it. And then it kept getting weirder by the minute. Oh. 
So this guy, first of all, I don't understand what was with the older generation and loving. Why do they all talk on speakerphone? Why do they all use speakerphone? See, I like speakerphone too. Yeah, well, you should. Don't do this. (laughs) Paul Paul literally gave me the most disgusting look. Like, what are you? Well, I don't do it in public. But, like, if I'm in the car, like, it's hands free or like. Yeah. That's okay. That's a little different. That's a little different. I was like, I said a statement, and I'm trying to stand by my statement, but Matt made some good points, and I don't know. Moving um, on. In the public, though, I agree with you. In the public, if yes. you're surrounded by people. Especially in this situation that I'll explain. Yeah. You if you're like Panera Bread, and you're on speakerphone. T- no, like, like, audio car plays different. This is yeah. different. So, just to, to to give you the full breadth of this, I'm going to have to curse a lot, so prepare yourself. Oh, okay. Um, we'll put the explicit on this episode, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So, this guy is... Uh, calling his wife and her mm-hmm. voice mailbox is full oh and so he has it on speakerphone and mm-hmm. he's about five feet away from me and i he, so you know when someone's voice mailbox is full you will get that that lady who goes and i was like the sorry. number you dialed his voice box is full she's like sorry honey which is like her way of saying right bitch. like well i swear to god i think this guy thought it was a real person oh, and he starts no. going fuck you bitch i want to talk to my wife and so at the end of that prompt it hangs up yeah. because it's done yeah and he goes, did you just hang up on me, bitch? So he calls oh, back, gets the no. voicemail message, starts continuously cursing at this voicemail. And then it's hanging up on him. Yeah, that's hanging up on him. So he's getting more angry and oh, more God. angry. So I'm sitting there all awkward. And he turns to me, and I have my wedding ring on. Yeah. And so I don't know if he noticed that or what. Yeah. But he looks at me and he goes, women are nothing but problems and shit, aren't they? And I'm just like looking there, just waiting for my car. I'm just like... Sure, man. Um, how's my car doing? Yeah, and so well, the funny thing is, the, one, the let me go re- get complimentary the, coffee over there. The receptionist second. at the auto place just like looking at me and was like, "You could tell she's like, I'm so sorry." She's like, was going Jesus Christ. So, anyways, wow. the guy is freaking out, screaming mm-hmm. at his phone for like a solid two, three minutes, oh which doesn't God. seem that long. But when someone's like screaming like that, yeah, that's it's a long like, time. And I was going to help him, but I'm just a damn millennial. What do I know? No, I would have so, skirted that myself. That's so a, that's a lot le- of aggression. So he leaves, comes back in. Oh, comes back in. He comes back in because he still hasn't got picked up. He's walking around. I don't know if he's smoking or whatever. And so <laughs> Yelling at women. <laughs> so he's walking up and down the street. Like, oh, you're just as bad as that voicemail chick. <laughs> so he comes back in. There's six seats in this place. Uh-huh. Takes so one right, right next to me. Takes Wait, is it right like, next so to there's me. six empty seats? There, I'm the only one in here. There's six empty seats, so now there's five empty seats. Oh, so he could have yeah. put a... Okay. I, I'm sitting not at the one in the See, middle. See, I will agree that is an older generation thing where like people will sit next to each other. To me, it's all about spacing. Like I need like just, space. Well, especially in this situation. Because suddenly, as he's sitting next to me, his wife calls. Oh, no. She's going to get bitched at. And so what does he do but answer on speakerphone oh. saying... Where are you? Where the fuck are you? Oh Why my get God. your ass here? Screaming about his wife. And not only that, but the auto mechanic who's five feet away in the office. She's probably like, Gerald, and please so don't do this I'm again. I'm just sitting here just like, can I go home? Like, please just finish yeah. my old change. I- oh my God. So he's screaming, leaves again. Yeah. The person who works there comes out into the lobby and apologizes to me profusely. He's like, I'm oh. so sorry. I don't know what the heck this guy is doing. So then he, he comes, comes back, back again oh, and no. sits next to me. And mind you, I swear to God, do you know what MRSA is? 
MRSA? Is it like a car it's, thing? It's an infection. Like oh. A, and it's a flesh-eating infection. Oh. You usually run into it um, after a surgery. Mm-hmm. Or, or when you use like speakerphone too much. But you can run into it after surgery. And it's literally a flesh-eating bacteria. Ew, Jesus Christ. And it looks disgusting. Yeah. And I swear to God, I thought this guy had this on his cheek. <gasps> it was cheek. He looked like a melted candle. And so, well, that's what you know. If you if you don't put sunscreen on, that's right. what you're gonna look so like. So he comes over to me, and he's complaining now that he can't get the contrast up on his phone, and so he's oh. asking me to turn up the contrast on his phone, not wanting to. Touch. Did he mean brightness? Yeah. Okay, because contrast. But he was, is, he was saying it contrast. Yeah, that is. He must have been a photographer because. So, but then again, if he was a photographer, he would know the difference between brightness and contrast. Anyway, I digress. So I didn't want to touch anything this guy had. Yeah. So he's like trying to hand me his phone. I'm like, no, no, I don't know, man. I don't know. And so then he realizes I'm not going to help him out. So then he sits down next to me again and starts complaining to me about Tom Brady. I'm like, at this point, I'm like. Wow, Please get me out of here. Well, you know what? The one thing I will agree. Like Jesus, take the wheel at this point. Yes. So then he leaves again. Thankfully, two minutes later, I get my keys. Meanwhile, on his wife's like, but I'm filing for divorce because he's a psycho. As I'm leaving, he's like standing next to my car on the sidewalk, like watching me leave. I'm like, Ew, can you not no. do it? And that was my tale. By the way, how long do you think this whole thing took? Oh, it sounds like an hour and a half. This was approximately 28, 29 minutes. Oh, my god! It was less than okay. a half hour. All those I just thought with all the smoke breaks and then, no. uh, okay. This occurred all in less than a half an hour. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> well, that's a half hour. That feels like two hours, so. And so that's my tale. So on to you, Matt. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> there's just so many things wrong with that. So my weekly segment, so you'll hear this every week, is Dat Matt Advice. Now, here we go. And I liked it because it rhymed. Dat Matt. Dat Matt Advice. Um, so what I'm going to do is I love advice columns. I frequently check them out. I like to help my friends and I love to get advice. So I, I'm all about the advice. So, mm-hmm. but in this segment, it's not really about me maybe giving advice. It's more about looking at advice columns and kind of picking interesting stories and whether or not I think that the advice matched up. So this is one you'll appreciate, Paul. So, uh, this guy writes into, uh, Abigail, do Abby. And he's basically yeah, he, I mean, they, he started a friend band, so which is always like difficult when you start a band like with your friends. I did that; came out pretty well. Yeah, but like you know, sometimes your friends it just it cannot work. You can back on yeah, fire yeah. on you. It's a little sure, danger. Yeah. He goes, everything's going good, but the lead singer has gotten quote more and more attention seeking, and apparently like he would make jokes on stage, and he's getting outlandish. He's wearing crazy outfits. He's acting ridiculous, and it's like. And the guy's like, well, how can I just get him to focus on caring about the music and leaving the antics behind? And so Abby was like, she, first of all, brought up some long, like, reference from 1990s, which I'm like, I don't think the guy would know that reference. But anyway, she talks about, well, you know, ego's going to be in the music industry. But she says, you know, you should talk about it, but maybe except that you have to replace him. Maybe he's using these gimmicks to excite or attract an audience. But I guess my biggest thing is from this guy, like, okay, if he's just doing it, like, you, I think I agree. He needs to talk to the singer. Like, what's going on? But mm-hmm. no offense. Like, that's how bands kind of, like, get well, famous is when they have a little bit of, like, Are you talking about know. the Adam Levine syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, a, there's like, Adam Levine is, like, clearly the most extreme like, but name like, any other person in Maroon 5. He is in Maroon 5, right? Yeah, yeah, no. No, but, like, think about it. Like, Nirvana has, like, Dave Grohl. I mean, not Nirvana. <laughs> Nirvana? Dave Grohl was in Nirvana. Foo Fighters, yeah, no. but, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he was in Nirvana. <laughs> well, he was, but, like, he was. That's Kurt Cobain. 
But like, no offense, but bands primarily get yeah, their attention e- from the lead singer. And- e- egos kill stuff, man. Just like how you have an ego and it's bringing down this podcast. Oh, egos- should have saved it for the roast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but uh, you know what I mean, though. I think I think talk to him. But I'm like, in the, I'm I think that if it's working, if it's not working, if the band is like, listen, we only care about music. Okay, great, but like. These are the things. Like, what's going to get you attention? It's going to be your lead singer being outrageous. we got to be realistic, too. The chances of you becoming a huge thing is really not that big. And you can't do that, man. Even if you're big, you don't want to come off as like that. You can't do that. Those are your bandmates, man. That's who got you there. You can't have that. I get what you're saying, that someone's got to be that Freddie Mercury. I think it's the character. I don't know. I mean, I think he needs to find out. To me, it sounds like it's a character. It's a a fail. And I think they're like, well, we don't want... We don't want him to be egotistical, and I get that, but I, I don't know. Personally, I... It's doomed. You think it's doomed? It's doomed. I don't know. I, I, they just need to talk. They should be like, listen, dude, like, you're... the What you've been doing, your attention-seekingness, it's a little crazy. It's doomed. It's doomed. Well, shout out to the unknown band on I the East I'm not Coast. a pessimist. <laughs> He's like, I'm not really a pessimist, but... Um, so this second, this is from actually one of my favorite blogs. Um, she basically gives, like, HR advice. Mm-hmm. And so this chick writes in, she's an intern at a law office. Now, this office has a parking lot, but the interns can't park there because the parking lot is small and they want like the higher ups and the clients to use the parking lot. And so she was picking up supplies for the office, this intern, and she left her car in the parking lot after she was done picking up the supplies. So she was supposed to move the car, but she didn't. Now, she goes to see this car, right? Mm-hmm. There's a dent in it. Someone had hit her car. So she goes to HR, but the office is like, listen, honey, um, you shouldn't have been parked in I that lot. I wish HR talk actually talked to people like that. <laughs> listen, sweetie. Um, they're like, well, you shouldn't have been parked there. And um, apparently it also wasn't parked like in an official spot. It was like parked in like a, I'm assuming just like a, like, you know, when like you have like the parking spot, but then there's like a little bit of spot between that and like the foyer or like the elevator. I, you, like... I don't know how I imagine it. So it wasn't it. a real parking spot. I, I guess. Okay. So apparently they don't want to like give her the footage either. And she's like trying to get her insurance involved. And they're like basically like, well, it's kind of like your fault. And so Allison wrote back and was like. How is this w-. even legal? Right, right. So apparently Allison wrote back and she was like, listen, I think you should just talk to your auto insurance. Let them handle it. Um, have them go. If it's like the, if a client hit your car. Don't get involved. Have your insurance get involved and handle right. it. She's like, but your company's probably not going to be thrilled about it, but it's better to do it like that than have you personally go to your client and be like, you hit my car. But the fact that they have footage and they're just like, well, like you shouldn't have been parked there, which I totally get. But to me, it's two separate things. It's like, yes, should she get in trouble for maybe parking her car there? Maybe, you know, like a little slap on the wrist. But I think it's different when, like, okay, someone hit your car. So if any other car had been hit in there, what would they have done? Well, it's all the corporate pettiness. That's all this is. <sighs> I hate corporate pettiness. Also, parking in a garage, I used to get it all the time. And it was the most – because nobody ever leaves a note anymore. I. That's my old man gripe. I'm sorry. But no one ever leaves a note anymore. They just hit you and go. I just – for me, on. it's just like – I don't know. I think I get why – I get it. It's the corporate pettiness. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you did have a client – Keep, it was a crime. Yeah, it I was keep, a crime yeah, I mean, on your property. At the end of the day, it's still a pro- like you said, a property crime. What are they going to do? And not stick behind their employees just because you parked in the wrong? Who well, cares? It, it's it's because of the client. I think if it was an internal care. employee, it might be different. But no, I agree. I think it doesn't matter. But anyway, so, I guess yeah. it is all about sales anymore. I guess my advice would to be just 
keep pushing it, but realize that you're probably not going to get anything. I think had the insurance company handle it. Tell the insurance company, hey, they're not giving me the footage, and then see what happens. I mean, good luck. I know, right? And the third one I pulled from Carolyn, and uh, someone basically, this wife is like, listen, my husband cannot control um, his His horniness. Oh, okay. I meant not was I not right? <laughs> Wrong one. This is not savage. All right. <laughs> um, so apparently, her husband is from a very racist family, but he became woke, and Here now he's like doing a lot of anti-racism rhetoric on Facebook, and he like gets into fights with people, and um, so he's become that guy online. He gets very aggressive, and she's like, "Well, it's embarrassing because he's going to post. He posts stuff like, well, my wife and I don't want you in our lives,' and he tells me he wants me to block people, and I don't want to do that." Oh, so he's um, going. I thought he was just like trolling people. He's legitimately telling people. He's like, literally oh. like, listen, oh. racist. Listen, you prejudice. Which is weird because he um, came from that, I guess, like you said. I guess what's interesting. So she. So, you know, Carolyn's like, well, like, maybe he should, like, put his upset into better things. And I agree. She's like, well, maybe he can volunteer. He can work on voter, like, legal changes, fundraise, you know. Edu- you know, work on education. I mean, that's um, what he's got to do because you can't, nothing's going to get solved doing that crap online. I guess my thing is, and Carolyn doesn't say that because she's like, well, you know, ultimately you can't tell him what to do, but you can, you can I mean, sympathize. You can. Um, but to me, it's like, it's like, well, no offense, sweetie, but if your friends, like, what are, I, I want to know, what are your friends saying that your husband's going off on them for? You know what I mean? Like, so you're taking a different level. Like, are your I, well, friends racist or something? Is well, that what you're maybe saying? I don't know. She is it the is it is he going overboard? You know, but at the same time, it's like yikes, kind of looks bad. I don't know. Mm. Like he's being extreme. From what? From yeah, what and it he needs like, to pull back. For it also sure. sounds like she's like sugarcoating her friends' nah. opinions, and it's like, oh. and from how I get off the get this off. Yeah. Okay, so. you were, you were, you almost had it. Season two, <laughs> season two is he. I mean, no, there's always that idiot online, and both. I mean, everyone who does that's just annoying. And like you said, do something actually good with your time. I agree. Don't just yell online. Convince the person to, like you said, do volunteer or campaign. I agree. Whenever I see someone really complain about anything, like they're doing this, like constantly complaining online about stuff, mm. I was like, run for office then. Yeah, I mean, for I me, I don't like social media. I really like to actually like spend my time doing things. So I'm I, getting to that point too. Yeah, I really, I don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad for the husband because I feel like you know he has come from this family that has proven to be apparently like not kosher, right, and right. now he's trying to almost maybe maybe he is trying to redeem like his family name or himself at least. But it's like, dude, like I agree. Focus on things to make it better. But I. And she didn't address this. I'm curious what the friends are saying and why this chick who's writing in mm. wants to say it. So, or doesn't want to block the friends. It's like, well. Good luck, sweetie. Oh, good luck, honey. Okay. Well, real quick, <clears throat> best thing of the week. What did you have? Besides best your, thing of the week? Besides helping old people at the car. This podcast starting. Dang it, Paul. <laughs> My new either. microphone in this podcast starting. That is my it's best It's going to be week. so fresh. Um, I guess real quick, I went to Columbus and I liked it. Columbus like, is a sweet town. I feel like Katy Perry. I went to Columbus and I liked it. Columbus is a top-notch town. I it love is. Columbus. It is. Um, I guess if you just like, can you imagine like, okay, look at the map of the U.S., which we have actually right up here. Yeah. If we were to move like Ohio and like place it like between California and Arizona, can you imagine how perfect that would be? And a that would be lake. good because we'd be in the lake. desert because I love the desert. We'd be like on the coastal desert. We'd be in the middle of the Mojave. Oh, I'd like that. 
Yeah, I like we'll that. Reship the states. You know where I? If That's season four. One random <laughs> town I want to move to. Shoot, Boise. Oh, if you're from Boise, hit me up. <laughs> it's a two one six. It's not even though. my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Next week, Paul will be giving the phone number live. You know what I should do? Shoot. Every episode, I should give out one one digit of my phone number. Oh, randomly though. Yeah. And so no. nine episodes. Yeah. Okay, shoot, go for it. Four. Ooh. Four has been revealed. All right, next time, know the number. <laughs> okay, well, until then, peace out. Later. Later.